can talk about a dragon lord till the cows come home, but... Until the cows come home. <laughs> Are you like 90? <laughs> we'll talk about dragon quest till the cows come home, because that's how the cows know where home is. They're like, oh, moo. Is that where the dragon quest coming from? Yeah, moo. Let's go home. Hey, everyone. This is Wilmgard here with Miniado. Hey. And this is the FFBE podcast. So, second episode of the week. Um, doing it double time to make up for last week. So, it's good that we have two actually this week because there was a crazy amount of content that was released. Like seven different things coming out. So, let's just get into it because it's going to be a relatively long episode. Sure, let's do it. So, first we have the update to Dragon Lord. So his event is coming back with his original banner, Monster Carnival and all that stuff. It's a King Mog event, so you can farm that out. But the main thing here is that Dragon Lord is becoming a 7-star unit. So let's talk about Dragon Lord as a 7-star. One thing I want to mention that I didn't notice before is Dragon Lord's gender is listed as other. We don't, we don't know what the gender is. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe dragons don't have genders. They just reproduce by budding off like trees or something. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be cool. I mean, Weird. no one's a dragon growing out of another dragon. We don't dragon. really know how dragons reproduce. Just picturing it in Perfectly my head. Perfectly valid theory. Sounds ridiculous. So, <laughs> well, he's getting a new super trust master with a seven star, which I think is really nice. It's a it's a rod uh, about a hundred a hundred fifty nine mag. I don't know why they do this. Why didn't they just give him a hundred and sixty? But they didn't. And you're going to get a nice 40 MP, plus 40% MP on that as well. Which is huge for Dragon Lord. He's very mana hungry. Yeah, his spells will cost you an arm and a leg. Yep. I think Awakened Kafrizzle plus 2 is 150 MP per cast. Yeah, you run out of ma uh, mana instantly, pretty much. Yeah. So having that built into a really, really good piece of equipment is going to be amazing. Yeah, he definitely could benefit from the extra mana pool. I mean, I, I know when I use him sometimes, you get maybe two or three casts and that's it. I mean, usually you don't need more, but if you're bringing him to a really tough event, sometimes you do and he burns out pretty quick. Yeah, definitely. 150 mana is a steep cost. I agree. But with his 7-star update, we'll just focus on those, those two abilities. He's been released before. None of his other abilities have changed except for with these new 7-star abilities. So the first one is the time-gated ability called Super Channel Anger, which is the most insane thing I've ever seen. First of all, it gives him 50% HP and MP, which is really nice. Um, it's available on turn 1 and has a 3-turn cooldown. But the crazy thing is, is that it buffs Kafrizzle by 5 times modifier. So a fully awakened Kafrizzle of plus 2, Starts at 30. Sorry, after Super Channel Anger, whatever it's called. He does 39 times fire magic damage with one cast. Yeah, and I mean, he pumps that up even further if you can get him to max level. And he gets an extra five times on his Kafrizzle for a maximum of 44 times. Now, Super Channel Anger combo with his Kafrizzle, I would really only see myself using it when I really want to pack that punch. When you do the math, you, and I mean, it's a little bit more mana efficient as well, but when you do the math, casting Kafrizzle twice with a, let's say, 35 times modifier, if you have him at max level, 
will do more damage on average than using super channel anger and casting one kafrizzle so this is definitely something a combo you'd want to use if you just want to either one hit ko the boss or the enemy you're fighting or if the enemy you're fighting has a strong threshold and you want to just kill it along like you want to break the threshold and kill it so you don't have to deal with the threshold attack so i can see some uses to super channel anger like it, it can potentially be really really nice also with it i like that it restores his mp by 50 percent, which is awesome so if you do run out of mp you don't necessarily need to rely on a healer or somebody else you can recharge it built into his kit that extra sustain is really nice mm-hmm. But you're right, it does do more damage double casting Kafrizzle versus using that ability and then casting one Kafrizzle enhanced. The other thing I like about the 7 star Dragon Lord is it looks like he's going to have, if you have his Trust Master equipped to himself, mm-hmm. he's going to have innately 210% bonus mag, which is really, really close to the cap of 300%. Yeah. So it potentially opens up equipment slots or materia slots for other other materias. That you can make them tankier or you can just give them more give mana him, yeah more mana or even if you have Kaliba's trust master you can have him tap into the true double hand pool for an extra 50 percent equipment mag yeah they kind of frees him up to do other things with his equipments for sure but he's gonna be insanely strong of all the units so far in terms of magic damage he does the most single target magic damage the only thing holding him back is that it's fire magic damage. So if something is resistant or absorbs fire, he's not going to do as well. But I mean, 44 times damage is insane. I, I've No number has reached that until Dragonlord. And I think currently the best magic finisher I want to say is Renoa because she can triple cast Apocalypse, which a total after a total of three casts is 30 times damage as well. Yep. But Dragon Lord is going to be easier to use because you don't have to time your chain to fit three spells. You you can, it's all one hit. Yep. And then, also if you have him at max level, the multiplier is slightly higher at thirty five times. Yeah, exactly, and it's just built into the kit at max level. He's going to be really, really strong. I feel like for a long time, probably the strongest chain capper in general, especially in the realm of magic users. Yeah, at least for the next little while. I, I'm not sure. I know we're going to get some better magic users down the road. I just don't know how far down the road it is. Yeah. For now, he's definitely top tier. Are you thinking of pulling for him? <sighs> That's a tough choice. I, if I had other copies of him, I would because his super trust master is really good. But I have zero. And the odds of me getting four on this banner are going to be really tough. So for me, it's going to be a no. I also already have a 7-star Renoa. She will do a little bit less damage uh, when capping, but it's still comparable. I'm going to pull a little bit because I want to get uh, a couple of the other units that are going to be released just to add to my completionist pool. If I manage to randomly pull a Dragon Lord, then I'm going to go ham and try to get a Super Trust Master. I already have one of him, so getting a second one would be ideal, and then I'll go ham for a Super Trust Master because it is really good. It's a really good staff. Yeah, or if you already have one of him, you can pull to get his 7-star version, which is a bit stronger than his 6-star, and it kind of eliminates some of his mana problems. Very true. All right, so let's move forward. Uh, We can talk about Dragon Lord till the cows come home, but 
Let's talk about the new raid event, which is also coming with a banner. <laughs> Until the cows come home. <laughs> Are you like 90? <laughs> yeah. I am, actually. How'd oh you know? You guessed perfectly. You sound like my high school teachers. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about. All right, man. Let's let's talk about it. Until right. the cows come home. No, we're, we're not talking about it. No, we're, we'll talk about Dragon Quest till the cows come home, because that's how the cows know where home is. They're like, oh, moo. Is that where the Dragon Quest coming from? Yeah, moo. Let's go home. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So it's a raid event. Pretty standard. Pretty standard raid event. Farm it out. You fight Stark boss from Dragon Quest. The uh, equipment you can get from, from the raid by crafting. A nice spear. 90 attack with Dragon Killer and Demon Killer, which is nice. It's already better than Kane's Trustmaster. Which is sad. Well, he's a three star unit. Or a four star? I'm not sure. But it's a trust master. Yeah. <laughs> this, this thing's pretty free. Um, not that Kane's wasn't free. Kane's was pretty free too, actually. Yeah, they had that one raid. And I, I stocked up. I got five or six of them. Same. Um, I think it's a really good spear, especially if you're a newer player. 90 attack on a spear is good. And then you get demon killer and dragon killer in one weapon. Pretty Having good. killers on a weapon is always nice because materia killers are typically unstackable. So you... Even if you fill your materia slots with four dragon killers, only one will take effect. So mm-hmm. having it on weapons, espers, other sources is really nice because those will stack. Yeah, exactly. So having it uh, across your entire equipment base <clears throat> is going to be nice. We also have the Sacred Claws plus 70 attack fists with uh, Demon Killer. Again, another killer on there. It's really good. Can't see any negative aspects to these two. And the weapons will help you in the raid because the boss is a demon. Mm -hmm. So if you, they're worth it just to use for the raid if you have people who can use them well. I mean, most players that have been playing for two years or that have spent some money won't have any trouble with the raid boss. It's usually a piece of cake for most of us. But if you're newer, these weapons will help you out for sure. Yeah, exactly. So the other two weapons and or pieces of equipment, sorry, that come out. There's a staff. It's meh at best. And then there's uh, equipment, an accessory that's, again, not that great. Nothing to write home about. So we'll move past this. The raid is going to be standard. You're fighting the boss, killing a lot, collect points. You trade it in for other stuff. Pretty much how it works, like any other raid. The nice thing, though, is that when doing the raid summons, it looks like there's going to be a chance of trust moogles as well as tickets, if I'm not mistaken. By the looks of it, that's been the standard of what they've been doing for the last little while. I'd be surprised if they took it away. Yeah, I'm going to assume that's their thing for moving or for future raids as well as this one. I know that some of the past raids like the Bahamut one and a few others didn't have that. So it's nice to see. Yeah, I mean, we have been. There's a lot more units in the game now than there used to be, and so there's a lot more trust masters to be farmed. I think it's okay if they give away some all trust moogles, not specific trust master ones, once in a while. It's not going to hurt the game. We need the help, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So we'll dive into the banner, the units themselves. We have S Stark, which is the boss you're fighting. You can summon him, and he goes up to seven star. What do you think of the TMR? TMR, I think, super good. 60% attack if you equip him with a sword. And he gets a small tick of limit burst every turn as well. Overall, I think it's a top tier TMR. 
Yeah, I actually really like it. 60% attack with a sword is really good. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we've been severely lacking sword-based materia. A lot of it's like great swords or what are those other ones? The katanas. So having it be capable with a sword for anybody who uses, like me, Onion Knight, that's really nice. Yeah, if you get enough of him. I think Lightnings is also a sword. This thing does have the Shocking Slash ability attached to it, but I had a look at it. It's it's just not special. So I think his Super Trustmaster for me is a little bit... I mean, it's okay. It's I, I was going to say lacking, but that's not true. I would say it's good, but not great. And his trust, his regular Trustmaster is actually great. In terms of his Super Trustmaster, honestly, I wouldn't bother going for four of him. If you got it randomly, great. I don't think it's worth wasting your Lapis or Tickets trying to get four of this guy. But we'll talk about the abilities and perhaps you guys can judge for yourselves. Tell us, what, what do you like about his abilities? We'll just focus on what's decent. I've been looking at this guy and I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him at all, to be honest with you. I think he, I personally think he sucks as far as seven stars go. It looks like he's going to be a dual wield chainer at level, at seven star. He does get an increase to equipment attack when dual wielding and he gets 15% MP recovery per turn. He's got a lot of built in attack buffs. And then when I look at him, it looks like his Lordly Thrust is going to chain with Orlando. It has a decent... If you if you have his TMR equipped to him, it has a decent modifier because he's going to get an extra 0.9 times. So overall, as a 7-star, I'm not super excited by him. He gets tankier if you take him to 7-star. He gets the True Complete Awakening. It's a fun ability. Damage reduces damage he takes. He becomes immune to status ailments, becomes immune to all elements. Could come in handy, but if you're going to... It looks like he's primarily built to be a chainer or a physical attacker, so this will help his survivability in terms of if you're doing a, a tough raid or battle. But to really make the most of this, because only he's going to survive. If this is something that's going to kill your whole team, there's really... I don't know, I can't see a situation where only one one chainer surviving is ideal. So, I mean, that's my only hesitation with him is that he his kit is a little bit all over the place. Like, he, he's got some decent damage abilities, and then he's got these tanky abilities, for but just for himself, which is kind of interesting. Because as a chain, like, if it was in a, a unit that had massive damage and could cap chains, like, sometimes you can, if, if only that unit survives... And you can push the boss past, like, just to kill it. Sometimes you can, but if this guy is the only one to survive, I just don't think he has enough damage on his own to make much of an impact. So, uh, But, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know too much about this unit. He doesn't look that good to me at all. Like, I don't like him. He does have the potential to chain, but 2.5 times damage, like, you're only really going to be using him to chain. He's not really there for the damage when using Lordly Thrust. All I want to say is he's got a great limit burst for finishing chains it's a one hit attack called death blow at max level it'll have 21 times damage multiplier which is pretty high for a single single hit ability yeah but it takes 27 burst stones to get there and he has no built-in if you have his tmr equipped he gets two per turn so if you defend with him every turn <laughs> it'll only take you 13 turns yeah 14, technically, but... Well, 13, and then you can use Renoa's Aura ability to get that little tick. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah. He's okay. I mean, he's a seven star. He's decent. He's definitely not bad. It's just... He's going to be better than some six stars. I compare him even to Shadow Lord. I would rather have Shadow Lord to Estark. Yeah, same. But his Trustmaster is really good. His seven star damaging abilities are just, like, in my opinion, worthless. Like, you have to wait five turns to do the most damage you can. And the other one, yeah, lets, like you said, it lets him survive. But, like, what's the point? He's not doing that much damage. Yeah. That's uh, awkward. It would be He's nice a weird guy. if his complete awakening gave him some extra damage. I could see it being really useful or yeah. unlocked some special abilities for him, but it just doesn't do that. It's a cool effect. It's just on him. It doesn't seem that useful. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess if you can charge burst stones, he's really good. All right. Enough about S. Dark. Very disappointing in my opinion. But you enough said about enough him. about him and then you had to throw in one last I jab. To, I like, to take say that. <laughs> like take that S. Dark. Step on his face one last time. Yeah. On your way out, you just like crunch his toes a little bit. We're getting a free 7-star, which is very interesting. First one the, to be literally free. Um, Marquis de You have Leon. a small chance of getting no, him. No, you're, you're getting him. No, you're just getting him for doing... If you can complete the raid, like if you can complete... Are, do you know if there's going to be copies of him in the raid summon? Because I know, for example, with the first Final Fantasy 15 raid summons, we had a chance to get uh, Ishtola. Mm-hmm. You can get her by like getting rewards in the raid, but you also could get multiple copies by being really lucky and rolling them. So if that's the case for this guy, it's pretty cool because his super trust master, it's nothing to write home about. It's an extra 50% damage to beasts and birds. But if you can get it for free by getting lucky and rolling him in the raids, I think it's a pretty good trust master or super trust master, I should say. You can't get him, unfortunately, from the raid summons. What? What a cop-out. That, that makes him absolutely trash. But you get one free one for completing the pro uh, pro tier of the raid. And that's it? Yeah. So if you get another one through random summons, you get seven uh, stars. I'm so sad. The only redeeming thing for this unit for me was, was that he was going to be free. I thought he was going to be free. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So the fact that he's not free, you're getting a free unit that can be seven star, which isn't horrible. But other than that, this guy's like a weird magic tank weird guy. Yeah, he's a weird like tanky damage dealer. With thing. a bit of magic thing. I, yeah, he's yeah, weird. I, have no idea. I don't like him. He his trust master is a fist that gives extra attack. He has a lot of plus attack passives when he has a fist equipped. But then he also gets random mag bonuses. I don't he has some abilities that scale off magic, but not that many, and none of them are great. And then the only ability for me that he has that's even remotely redeeming is Fiendish Fauna Fist, which he can only use at turn 5. It's it's amazing. It's got a good modifier 6.5 times, and it's a full break for 60% to one enemy, so attack, mag, defense, spirit. But you have to wait 5 turns, and given that you have to wait 5 turns, to me that's already a really, Terrible. really unfortunate restriction. I wish it was available on turn one. If it even, was yeah, just even if available, it was available on turn one, that would save it. Even if it's a five turn cooldown, if it was available on turn one, that's still pretty good. But unfortunately, this guy just kind of, he does a whole lot of stuff, but very, very poorly or yeah. not in a timely fashion. But uh, unfortunate because I also thought he was going to be free, but it looks like they're just giving us one for completing the pro level. Well, we'll see. If, the, if he does show up in one of my raid summons, 
I'm going to retract what I said and then say for being a free unit, he's decent. If he doesn't, then this guy's doo-doo. Don't roll for him. <laughs> See, the weird thing is, is on the actual note, when I scroll, I thought I saw um, scrolling down to the raid summon on the little banner they have. I thought I saw his face, but maybe I'm wrong. No, that's all right. Oh, well. I don't want to spend too much time on this guy, whether he's available or not. Oh, yeah, I do see him on the banner. It shows his face, so hopefully you can summon him. Okay, then there you go. Then I take it back. He, He'll be decent He's still he's not free. great, but he's free, so I can't complain. Yeah, if he's free, every new player is getting a free 7-star, so that's not bad. And, he's yeah, he's going to be decent in that sense, right? He's, if you're a newer, he's going to help you. If you can get enough of him in the raid summon, you're getting a STMR that's actually pretty good. We didn't mention it. It's physical and magic damage increase against beasts and birds. So that's really good because it does both physical and magic. Yeah, just a pretty decent super trust master. I mean, it, it can't compare to some of the actual really good ones, but it's free. Exactly. I'd be happy to get it. All right. Next unit is the Uber killing, Uber killing, one word, machine. So the Uber killing machine has killed my faith in machines, and I don't want to talk about it. It's <laughs> right. literally garbage. All right, we're skipping Uber Killing Machine. Uh, just know that it sucks. Yeah. I mean, Trustmaster is decent as Maneater equipped, but everything else to me is just, I looked at it and I was thought to myself, why? So we can move on. Great. I'm happy about that because I didn't really want to talk about him. I, I thought he was <laughs> horrid. Great. Perfect. Moving on. The Slime Knight. I always like the slime characters. They're always so cute. Yeah, they're nice. They're kind of the mascots of dragon quest anyway yeah i like this unit i think he's got some really cool potential but also some pretty significant drawbacks what about you yeah i agree with that assessment uh the main thing in relation to what you just said is his six star damaging ability you can cast his abilities twice including his highest dps thing the downside is that if you cast it twice you die so he kills himself he's definitely going to need a support of a white mage with either a re-raise or a well-timed cure. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, for a lower tier unit, he has a pretty good damage potential on his, if you dual cast his his six times ability. Yeah, for a four star base unit, being able to do 12 times damage in one turn is pretty good. Yeah. I think he, like you said, he's good. He's, he's just limited. He's definitely the better one of the two four stars. The He's better than the uber killing machine. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. Um, other than that, he's pretty standard, does some elemental damage, does some healing. The main thing is that 12 times damage capability, you just need to couple it with a healer. But he's pretty good. Um, his trust master is not really for him, but it's a good shield, water resistance plus 50%, and the stats, the defense and spirit are high, so it's a good shield. I like it. Getting extra sources of elemental resistance, I always enjoy that because you can only stack so much in your materia slots. Yeah, exactly. So being able to put it on your equipment is amazing. Definitely. And it's got, like you said, decent stats for a shield too. All right. Draki is the next unit. A little floating, uh, what are those things? Bat. A little floating Dracula bat thing that smiles at you while he eats you. Mm-hmm. Usually in Dragon Quest games, one of the first few enemies you'll encounter, usually ridiculously weak, and they stay true to that. 
This unit does. <laughs> he does nothing. You, you like that one. He huh? does nothing. That was really He's, good. Uh... <laughs> wow, such a fantastic amount of. Anyways. Yeah, he's he does magic damage primarily, but nothing super special. He's got magical melody, which increases mag for th- by fifty percent for three turns to all allies. Which for a three star unit is on the higher side, but he's locked into it for three turns. He can't do anything else. But I mean, that's fine because anything else he would do is literally a waste of a turn. You might as well just defend. But if you max out his limit burst, because you would waste limit burst stones on this, he gets two plus two hundred sixty nine percent mag for one action, and then he can smash someone with his two point two times dark damage. Yeah, I mean, it's a cheap limit burst. If I was brand new and I got, I'd rather have him than Shadow, because at least with if you use <laughs> Channel Anger, you can at least like hit somebody really hard on the next turn. But I mean, for me, not even the Trustmaster is lackluster. Ten percent extra MP and fifteen percent dark resistance. It's not too exciting. I don't like it really. It's nice having extra dark resist buff, but it's not that great. Although in Draki's defense, it looks like he's going to be a raid summon unit, so that's probably why his TMR oh, is yeah. so so trash. So you're, you'll be getting a lot of this guy, and he'll probably be TMR fodder. You'll probably be upset about how many. You'll probably have like 10 of his TMR by the end, and you're going to hate your life because you're running out of TMR slots. So, I mean, I tried to be as nice as I could, but it's a three-star, and it's actually a free three-star, so if I didn't have that much nice things to say about the free seven-star, you can only imagine the level of the free three-star. It's got a cute sprite. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There you go. He looks good. Yeah. What else matters? Nothing. These This particular banner is really unfortunate, to be honest with you. The nice thing, however, if you are new and you miss the previous Dragon Quest event, all of the new Dragon Quest units, a lot of them being free in the raid summon, are still going to give you bonus percentage on the King Mog event. It's a good chance to clean it out if you, there is anything you missed, or if there are some of those trust moogles that you couldn't afford, the more expensive ones. Little Nice little icing on the cake, I guess you could say. Yeah, exactly. So it gives you an opportunity for that, at least, if nothing else. So we're also getting the exploration of the Shrine of Ruavitao, which is basically the more difficult version of the legendary run. You're you're going to be going through an exploration map, and at the end you're going to be fighting Kirin. I'm not sure what the fight's going to be like, but you do have a chance to get some nice equipment for beating it. Yeah, I mean, you're getting the Kirin's... I don't know how to pronounce that word. You're getting a cloth armor from Kirin. <laughs> yeah, you pussied out. Kirin's Osode. That's okay. As a cloth armor, it's truly useless. The only thing I like about it is 50% bonus light resistance. So all of you people that have not done Carbuncle and not done Lakshmi, this thing's great. Yeah, you're going to be able to do both of those using It'll just help this you piece out. of armor. Otherwise, it gives a... 30 per, plus 30 MP, not even 30%, just 30. That's nothing to write home about. <laughs> the defense on it is decent, given that it's a light armor. And then it gives plus 5% attack, defense, mag, and spirit, which, I mean, it's 5%. It's it's a joke. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it sucks in every way, in my opinion, except for the light plus 50%. Yeah, the, the real reason you would ever be equipping this is for the elemental resistance. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm looking forward to getting it for that 50% light resistance because it's really useful. You don't get that much on most pieces of, uh, of equipment. So having more resistances built in, like we mentioned, on non-materia slots, really good. And also, I wanted to mention that out of one of the chests in the exploration, you have a chance of getting a katana that has built in 5% physical evasion, which can be really nice for some people. Oh yeah, it's going to be really, really good. Having more weapons with built-in physical evasion is good. And this one's a katana. A lot of uh, characters can equip them, which is good. Yeah, I know there's one other katana. I can't remember the name, but it came out a while ago. Like a long time ago, when I oh, say yeah. a while ago. it's But it gives you 10%. Yes. But I think if you can dual wield, it's a different ability name. So you should be able to stack the two. Yep, exactly. Which could you come can in get handy 10% for, out of it. Yeah, for a few people. Yeah, definitely. One thing I do like about this exploration thing is you can get another 20% trust, or sorry, another 10% trust, as we mentioned, trust Moogles. We need an abundance of them. There's too many units with too many good trust masters. It's hard to get them all. So it's nice seeing so many trust Moogles coming down, raining down. Always nice to see. You can never get enough trust. Exactly. You can never get enough trust. Other than that, there's not too much new going on this week. Um, there's a lot of new units, fortunately for us in this podcast. Um, a lot of them were really mediocre, so there wasn't really too much to cover besides the fact, like, unless you want to get Dragon Lord, I wouldn't be pulling for anything. Or if you like the TMR. I don't know if you'll be able to pull, for example, if Estark's TMR is free, because I know sometimes in, in raid summons, you get those uh, trust moogles with specific TMRs. Oh yeah, chances are you'll get. So a if lot you of them. if we are getting those ones and you have the spare funds, I think Estark's trust master is really good. Plus sixty percent attack just for having a sword equipped. A lot of the best attackers coming up are gonna really like that. I mean, I know Anya Knight's gonna be big. Titus is gonna be big. I'm pretty sure Hio is gonna be able to use swords as well. Although I'm not 100% sure on that. I, I don't play JP, so I'm not 100%. But I mean, swords are super common, and it's it's going to be really easy to get 60% out of this thing. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, it is really, really good. Assuming you can get him, and if you do get... Um, I can't imagine that they wouldn't give the Trust Moogles for him. It's usually the way they encourage you to roll on the banners is by giving you 100% trust in a Trust Moogle. Definitely. But that's pretty much it for the new content this week. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about this week, Mini? For Maya, not really. I haven't had too much time to play the game. I've just been grinding the Deus Ex raid, and I've been grinding legend to try to get the king manga items so i haven't really done anything other than that what about you yeah i haven't really done much i haven't had a chance i've been trying to do the story every time i get do three story missions i haven't gotten too far in that but i mean it's coming along slowly i'm hoping to complete it uh, apparently based on the twitter post or something that i saw from ffb and the ending of the last part of the story you've played up to the last part yeah I have. spoiler alert fair warning apparently there's going to be some sort of traitor among the group which is interesting who do you think it's going to be it's definitely going to be lotus mage fina give me your reasoning well, she learned how to do lewd poses, so she's going to ditch the group and start her modeling career with her other half. She's going to be firing off her limit burst left and right. 
and nobody will be able to stop her because it's Arena and she can't die. <laughs> I've been there so many times. It's so sad that you have to sit there for 10 turns. Always bring Dispel. That's what I learned. Yeah, I never do. Learned it the hard way, but always bring Dispel. I definitely need to from now on. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, who do you think it's going to be? Based on the story, it's looking like Rain. He seems kind of weird. I mean, he's been acting strange ever since he got back with the group. He knows an awful lot about what's going on in in the world of Palladia, which is kind of weird to me. Um, he seems to have some sort of inside knowledge, like, oh, let's go this way and that way and the other thing. Um, but... I could be completely wrong. I also have my suspicions of Axtar because he's the only outsider in the group that we don't know a lot about. So he might have some weird past. I definitely think there's more to him than he's telling us. A hundred percent. Maybe he's secretly the son of the emperor. Who knows? It could be could be anything. I They haven't given us many hints on his background other than his own story. But I suspect his the story he told the group is fabricated yeah he is he is the most mysterious one and usually that's where the things lie they have a lot of room to play with because they haven't really told his story so they might do something with that as well yeah i mean if he becomes the traitor i think there's gonna be more to it because the reason i don't suspect him is he's basically making laswell super busted and if he were just gonna betray them and kill them what's the point he has the power to do that on his own. He could have just wiped them all out. Unless there's some greater purpose that he's preparing them for. Maybe he's grooming Laswell to fight the Emperor. Because the Emperor just wants to have some fun. It, yeah, I mean, who knows? It could be that it's going to be Axtar and Laswell against uh, Reagan and Rain. I don't know. We'll see what, what happens. Yeah, it'll be it's interesting actually. A little bit of mystery to the story to look forward to, which is nice. I wish I had more energy to spend on it though. Nah, I don't. I'm just farming for that sweet sweet King Mog prize pool. <laughs> Trying to get that UOC ticket out of there. I didn't want to say it. I was consciously avoiding it cuz it's such <laughs> it's such, it's a, such hot, a hot topic. Yeah. Man, people either you gotta, love it or you like, gotta just talk about it. They get mad. Just let it out. No, I don't want to make people mad. I just want to. I just want to have my little chat and then go on with my life. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are mad about it, but oh well. I don't see an issue. Uh, we talked about it last time. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it again. again. One thing though, because you mentioned the farming the King Mog, I'm surprised I was able to clear out all the exclusive stuff with just like fifty and seventy five percent units. They were very generous in Legend with the frequency of bonus units. I get I get them appearing at least once every three runs, three or four. And sometimes you'll get like a solid five, five, six of the bonus unit. Definitely. I've been run, getting a lot more light elementals than even golden bombs. And maybe I'm just being really lucky. I, like there might be people listening and be like, you're the worst. I hate you. But that's that's been my experience. I've only seen a total of like six golden bombs and I've run, I've spent all of my energy on it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but it's nice. I agree. Anyways, um, that's pretty much all we have to talk about this week. So we'll be back again next week with some more content whenever the update comes out. Uh, 
next Thursday, we'll be back again doing another podcast back on routine schedule. Sounds good. So thanks everyone so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace. All right. See you guys later. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you could please like or subscribe to this podcast, it would really help us out.